I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome everyone to Reality Reno with Mitch and Mark. Mitch, another four week. Well, it kind of started where I decided that the shop which we'd finished our extension and our total refurb, I decided it was the wrong way around. So we had to flip the whole store because I believe Reno is never fully done. There's always room for improvement. Until it's style, but you did it on a Friday afternoon. It was a little chaotic. It was a stupid idea. But <laughs> it was it's chaotic. done. It's done. And the store is functioning and got amazing new stock. If you're in town in Newport Beach, come and drop by and see It looks amazing. Windows do look incredible. But a highlight for me this week was catching up with Kirsty and Jesse. Remember Kirsty and Jesse from the block? Amazing, talented couple. Kirsty is the uh, talented, celebrated country music singer. She had a number one, her new single, Out of Here. Yes. It's number one on the country charts, and I think also number one on the general charts. I think so. Well and done, I'm so Kirstie. proud of you, Kirsty. You're amazing. But the night on the town with them, we went to see a production called Girl from the North Country, and I've got to say, Lisa McEwen, who was the, probably the headline, yes. was absolutely insane. That woman can sing, she can perform, she can act, real she talent. Won. She was playing the role of a woman who had um, dementia. She's an incredible talent, but all of the talent oh, the in cast the show are just fantastic. Having said that, the story kind of didn't resonate with us. It was a bit dark. We were out for a night of fun, and it was quite a dark story. So it didn't work yeah. for us, the overall show, but the performances were incredible. It's got Bob Dylan, based on Bob Dylan's song, so maybe we didn't relate to all quite so well. Oh, the music was amazing, though, too. But beyond that, we decided to take Kirsty and Jesse to the legendary Oxford Street, the... the well, you've got to tell everyone why we decided to take them. Well, Jesse turns up with a cowboy hat on. Kirsty has this sexy little kind of bit of country, country pop sort of outfit on. She, both, they she both looked great. amazing, but we just had to take Jesse with his cowboy hat on to Oxford Street because we really thought that it might work a treat. He, you know, he, when you said that to him, said, let's go and have a drink at Oxford Street. He was like, oh, I've heard of it, but I've never been there. And we thought, right. Sorry, Jesse, but that was enough to go, right, you need to go to Oxford Street in your cowboy hat. I like, he looks so cool. But we had so much fun and we saw a few amazing drag performances, including Maxie Shield. Maxie Shield, who appeared in RuPaul's uh, Drag drag, Race race Down Under. Yep. 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 And incredible talent. We've we've seen Maxie Shield perform, um, I think, for Mark 20 years an amazing drag performer, talented, fun, and actually a delightful person. I seriously want to get Maxie Shield oh, onto this podcast. Love to, love to, to hear get, uh, her Renault stories. But also, Mark, a, a bit of an insight into um, the life of a drag performer. Yeah. Yeah. Because a drag performer, like the, we, the discussion of, of gender um, is such a topical yes. thing at the moment, and a drag Performers can often be mistaken for another identity. So yeah, exactly. it's good to hear Maxie's take on that. And, it would be and good because diversity is so that. important. But today, 
Mark, today who will be coming up? Today? I'm so excited. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. We were so excited to catch up with these people. These people are on Travel Guides, and it was one of the reasons. Travel Guides. Have you seen Travel Guides? If you haven't seen it, you've got to you watch it. It's so funny. It. And this, this group of people is one of the main reasons we would watch Travel Guides. We had so much fun. This is the Friend family. So the Friend family, they're the larger-than-life characters who take us... I think you can say larger-than-life. Well, they are larger-than-life characters. They are just a family, mum, dad, two grown-up kids who travel the globe, taking us on a real-life experience, warts and all. No apologies, just having fun. And I think we can all relate to that because things don't go smoothly and for them it never goes smoothly. They are so much fun. So we got a chance to have a chat with them. But I need to warn everyone when you listen, we were all in four different locations. So Mark and Kath were in one location. That's the parents. That's the parents. Jono was in another location and he sounds a little bit like he's talking down the tunnel, but he can't get in anyway. I mean, poor Jono. He never, get, get he never gets a word in, a bit, a bit like you, Mark. A little bit like me. And then um, Victoria, the gorgeous Victoria. Victoria, is in another location. So we're trying to wrangle this conversation about how they got um, started, how Kath and Mark met, travel guides, and also their experience with the renovations because Victoria has been doing some work on her home. But we will leave that. Oh, look, her, her, her reno work, I've got to say, it's very similar to, to the way they... They tumble through life. It's fun. But join us um, as we welcome the Friend family. Welcome, guys. So let me start by welcoming the fabulous Friend family, who I did incidentally, Victoria, one time on the show you said, oh, we're the fat family. So for the first two years you are on the show, I thought you were the fat family. <laughs> and I used to say to people, oh, my God, I love the fat family on, on Travel Guide. And someone said, it's a bit harsh. I said, well, it's their name. That's terrible. Well, you said it. And I thought it was like P-H-A-T, fat. Not- <laughs> oh, sure, sure. He, you know, he seriously did think that until our mutual friend Karen talked about her friends, yeah. the friends, and he went, Karen, oh. you know, Karen McCart. She yeah. said, yeah. I, said I, I love the fat family. <laughs> she said, they're not fat. Anyway, it was great talking to you. Bye. <laughs> You've seen us on the block. We're charmers, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. welcome to the friend family to, um, what's it called? Um, Renault, to, uh, no, no, we're called Renault Reality. Renault Reality with Mitch and Mark. Oh, Mitch and Mrs. Mark. Um, guys, we are so happy to have you on our podcast. It's such a joy. We feel like we know you because we think we you're love a watching you mixed up on like Travel us. Guides. I'm sorry. Everyone loves Travel Guides. And I think most, most people watch it because they want to see you guys and see what you've been up to because you guys are hilarious. You just call it and say it as it is on a trip. Well, we're, we're just ourselves on the show and um, that's all we've ever been and it's great. We can just go along and have a great time. Oh, it's insane. Tell us about you. Give some background. Kathy and I met, we worked together at a school at Cessna and um, 
when I said yes when Kathy asked me to marry her. Oh, so. no. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, I read somewhere that actually, no, he was very charming and he asked if you wanted a drink and you said Ooh. no, thank you, but he still went and got oh, you a drink. Oh, my God. God you've been, been reading up. Mark research. does the research. I did nothing. I just arrived. He was a charmer apparently. That's exactly what happened. And the first me- moment I met him, I thought, oh, what a nice guy. And then I was the kindergarten teacher and he was the year six teacher and went from there. And the school, it was like a schoolyard romance. Yes. It was. My my kids thought it was great that Mr Friend was in love with the kindergarten teacher. So there you go. That makes me sick, actually. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you kids ever go to school? Where or because because I'm sorry I call you kids because we've got kids that are older than you guys and you're always the kids no matter what happens. Yeah, they're did, my kids too. Yeah. Did you ever go to school where your parents were teaching? Yeah, Dad taught taught me in kindergarten, and he took me out good? of the classroom once and smacked me because I told someone to fuck <laughs> off. So what you told him if off? <laughs> oh yeah. No. What a I, surprise. I can't <laughs> ever imagine that happening, Victoria. But the thing is, the funny thing was, Jonathan was there. I didn't get to teach Jonathan, but he was at the school. And when Victoria was in May, her birthday was in May, I invited the whole class. We invited the whole class to the party. Some of the parents didn't even know that Victoria was my daughter. So that's how oh, Victoria was. But they got the fat and the friend family mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria, you want to keep it secret, right? Even back then, you want to keep it secret. About the smacking? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> there was no smacking. You've, I you've know gone, it was in the nun days, but there was definitely no smacking. You've gone public about that now. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my God. So the romance started over a, a drink, and you got married in your parents' backyard. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where does he get his info from? Yeah. Where did you find that? Yeah. Beautiful. It was. Oh, I read something that you said every time you go and visit your parents, you can. it reminds you of that beautiful day. Yes, so true. Where did you find that? I read. Right, okay. Oh, new I'm idea. Gonna, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going <laughs> to take up reading at some stage. <laughs> no, don't give away my sources, Kat. So after 30 years of teaching, we thought we're going to do something with the kids because we'd help so many um, parents with their kids. Um, that we decided to open a restaurant, and it was a bit like Forty Towers in Australia. So, but why a restaurant? You didn't have a restaurant background. Excuse me, I was um, crew trainer at McDonald's many years. I worked at McDonald's too when I was uh, in high school. Yes, I started at McDonald's when I was when I was fourteen. Me too. Oh my god! And you were food trainer. Did they train people how to make McDonald's? Yes. Really? So I've always been in hospitality. When I was at uni in Sydney, I used to run the kitchen of an old people's home. Until they all died of food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> but Kath, wasn't wasn't McDonald's as a kid? Wasn't it the best um, disciplines training? Oh yeah. For work, actually, yeah. when when we opened the restaurant, I used a lot of the things that I'd learned. In yeah. structure, and I read Mr. McDonald's book yeah. on, you know, business and management and all that. We've got lots of great ideas. They've got a good business model. Yeah, they do. Very good business. So you opened Omar's Kitchen. Yep. 
German restaurant? Where's the German heritage come from? My mum. My mum's German. And I grew up with my grandmother and her cooking and helping her cook every Saturday for the extended family. For some reason, I ended up being a good cook too. And I'd always made great German food. And um, I went to the farmer's market one Sunday when we were teaching full time. And I thought, hmm, I think I can open a store. So I started making German shortbreads, vanilla um. kipfel. And um, boxing them up and selling German sausages on rolls from a really good German butcher in Tari. And it grew and grew and grew. Until I came home one day and I said there were 20 apple cakes on the table, dining room table, biscuits everywhere. And I said, right, we just got to buy something. So we bought a, um, a, a cafe, a restaurant, painted the windows and just cooked out of it with the plan of opening up a coffee shop, restaurant, and the kids were on board. And you know what? The best 10 years we've ever had. So we closed 2019, 2020. But, But you know the saddest thing that over those 10 years, it was so good working with Jonathan and Victoria, and that's the only thing we miss, that we don't get to see them every day like we used to. Oh, how beautiful. Because that's not easy as a family working because it was the girls in the kitchen and the boys in the front, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and look, we argued all the time, but it was so good, and that's why we have such such a great bond, I think. And it was from Orma's Kitchen being there um, that we got to be on Travel Guides. Channel 9 um, approached me and said, would I audition for the hot plate? which only did a season, and Mark and I, and we just went, yeah. And um, we auditioned and got down to the last seven, and they chose six restaurants, and we had to be number seven, like a fill-in or whatever. And, um, yeah, seven sued nine because it was too much like My Kitchen Rules. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, and it was a good show. And they told us you're definitely on season two and um, that didn't happen. And they rang us and said, we've got a new show coming tonight. Um, Would you and your kids like to audition for it? And it's called Travel Guides. We had no idea what we were getting ourselves in for. And obviously we only thought it was going to be for one season. So five years later... And up to season six. It's so. amazing. You kind of got lucky by being the seventh. Yes. Oh, I know. Lucky. Much yeah. better than a um, restaurant competition. Oh, oh absolutely. And yeah. so what did Jono and Vic, Victoria, what did you think when mum and dad came and said travel guides? Well, we didn't know what really it was, to be honest, because it was sort of like a non-secret project. We were just told very basic things. So, But we were keen to do it. Because you never know, like you never get on these reality shows. Give it a go. And so, Victoria, what were you told about it? Like, did you know what to expect or was it just the show turn up to the airport? Yeah, but pretty much they just said it was going to be six groups of ordinary Australians travel around the world and then you give the holiday rating out of five stars. So you wouldn't know where you were going 
to begin? Like, do you know where you go or they just go turn up and this is where you're flying? Yeah, pretty much. So they say be at the airport at such and such time and then once we get to the airport, they tell us where we're going. So they send us a packing list. No. Yeah. And a temperature, packing list and temperature. And till this day, that's how it still runs. Oh, my God. We're going on season six soon. It'll be done the same way. None of the trips we'll know about. We'll get packing lists and a temperature and um, that's it. And is that good or bad? Well, you know, when we get to the airport and Victoria says, oh, where are we going? And the executive producer says, you're going to fly Air India to India. And Victoria says, I'm fucking not going there. (laughs) (laughs) It has its good points and its bad points. Yeah. Did you do that, Victoria? Yeah, and I would never go back there. Really exciting, and that makes. But you've got a you've got a, a long term partner, so you leave. You have to leave your partner behind to go, as Jono will do next time. Yeah, yeah, but that's okay. It's fine. You always need time away from your partner. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I agree with that. Yes, I'm waiting for it to happen. We decided <laughs> to go on a show where you, you work 18 hours a day closely with your partner. You can't get away. <laughs> yes. So, about Victoria, did you actually say, I'm not going to India and you didn't go? No, I went no. there, but I'd never go back there. Uh, the producer said, get on that plane now. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you better work. Because Mark never wanted to go, Mark's never wanted to go to India with with. The, We've been to quite a few places, but the more we see, the more we realise we haven't seen. But India is one that Mark's not interested in. South Africa, we'd love to go to. We haven't been. But India, no good? No. Every single holiday that we have been on has been fantastic. Look, the places we've stayed and the experiences, even in India, Victoria, you'd have to say, we stayed in palaces. And, and Sri Lanka. I mean, we, we wouldn't have ever gone to Sri Lanka. Mm. Or we would have never gone to South Africa, Cape Town, and, and stayed in the beautiful Shamwari uh, Reserve. Oh, we would have liked to have done that, but, you know. And, so, and, and some of the activities yeah. are grand for like 10 or 15 minutes. So, I mean, we, that's not... Yeah. Us. Although we had done a lot of travelling, we lived in South Korea for a year. We oh, taught wow. over there. I was interested um, to ask that. Had you travelled much before this? We had. We've kind of done Europe quite a bit with the kids. We've been to the States. Um, we, we actually owned a property up at the Gold Coast, so we used to go there every single holidays when the kids were younger. So we've been used to travelling, but, you know, it just makes us... I suppose with the show, it kind of hit home that there are so many beautiful places here in Australia too. And yes. that's the thing that we've been lucky that we've been to um, Ayers Rock and we've been to the Kimberley and we've been to so many fantastic places. Even Tasmania, we've never been to Tasmania. Well, we were kind of the family that went to Queensland every holidays and then we'd been to the tennis in Melbourne a few times and we'd basically been to, you know, Disneyland and did that kind of stuff, but nothing really around Australia, which is really, really sad. But on your, actually- we're the same. You know, we hadn't done a lot, but Mitch, I had a look at your ratings for trips because I was curious to see what you rated as five stars and what you rated as two stars, looking at all the seasons. And I noticed, yeah, Tokyo, mm-hmm. I did 
Tokyo episode one, season one, got a two-star rating. It's one of the lowest ones I think you've rated. So Tokyo wasn't it for you? I think if we went back there, it'd be different because that was one of our very, very first trips. And the hotel was amazing, but I, I can't even remember why we didn't like it. Oh, like no one spoke a word of English for a start. But I heard someone uh, say, like, <laughs> when you go to Japan, you do the whole of Japan. You just don't, like, stay in one city. So that's probably what we could have done if we ever go back. And the food. The but, food wasn't good either. Oh, really? I think people have to understand with our ratings, we actually take them really seriously. And um, the four of us actually get together and we argue for quite a long time till we actually get and agree on a score. And I think what Victoria is saying is it, I think it was our third trip um, that we'd ever done on Travel Guides and um, the kids kind of just arrived in Japan and I don't think they liked anything about it. Oh, the filthy uh, bathhouses, Jonathan, we hated that. See, I love Japan but I know now too if we all went back there, the kids have grown and um, I'm sure they'd have a different score as well. And in regard to the food, food's always got a really big um, part of our score because we like food. <laughs> the food that we had when we were there with the kids, like we didn't order properly or we didn't get, you know, weren't given the opportunity to have a variety, I guess. But on your on your on your list of places of all these exotic places that rated a five, where where is it, Mark? Yeah, we Oman. Oman, Sri Lanka. Oh, Sri Lanka. The European Euro- cruise European with cuisine. Sound of Music, Jono. I don't understand. Kimberley's, uh, Kimberley's Red Centre, and Canberra. Mm. Canberra. Canberra was a five star. Canberra was amazing. Oh, Canberra. Anyway, we absolutely Canberra. loved Canberra. Let Jonathan talk about Come it. Come on, Jonathan, tell us what you loved about I've Canberra. I've never been in just the activities I've done. It was just a different side of Canberra. You just hear about politics and drama when you're in Canberra, but there's really lots of fun things to do there. The zoo? Oh, yeah, the zoo, yeah. The zoo. I didn't know there was a zoo there. Amazing zoo, apparently, yeah. Really? Yep, and you can you, stay you the night with the animals. We with ha- the tigers and that. Yeah, we had the room with the giraffe, but he's now dead, so RIP. Come and die, Jonathan. Yeah. Oh no. He had the same birthday as me. <laughs> I should be laughing. The giraffe had the same. He's so, <laughs> must have been the porky Davy. <laughs> <laughs> the giraffe had the same birthday as you, Kat. Yes. <laughs> How did you find out? It was just no, in be- a Random became, conversation with the giraffe. Uh, we became friends with the people that looked after the animals at the zoo. They used to come right. up from Canberra to the restaurant. But uh, no, I knew one travel yeah. Hey, um, now, now Mykonos. Mykonos is our go-to. We we love Mykonos so much, and we can. And Mark Victoria's going. Yes, yes. Mykonos, Mark Mykonos is turned her place. sixty in September, um, and we were planning on being in Mykonos for his sixtieth. <laughs> and I turned sixty next September. <laughs> Not this, sorry, September next next year. And so we're going to surely, to goodness, by 2022, we'll be able to be um, yeah. in Mykonos. Well, you're going to Mykonos for your birthday. I'm going to Mykonos for my no. 30th. Victoria, you loved Mykonos? 
Yes. Did everyone love Mickey's? Great party town. I think so. Oh, great party town. Tell, where did you party? Paradise Beach. It's Jackie O's and that. Yeah, it's right next to yeah. Jackie O's. And we, yeah. we broke into Jackie yeah. O's because um, I didn't. We couldn't line up, so we just jumped <laughs> the fence pretty much from Paradise so, Beach. Well, but what we love about it is that it's kind of it, it's it's everybody fits in. Like it's not it's not about the young ones or the thirty year olds or the forty. It's just. Nobody cares. Remember this nightclub, Mark? There was a woman who used to go it to the nightclub. It was Jackie O's on the wharf. Did you Jackie, Jackie O's, O's on the wharf in the, the town. Wharf? There's this woman who used to dance on a podium. She was, yes. she looked fabulous. She was about 80 and she she was there every night through the summer season. She was dancing on a table. If she fell off and broke a hip, it'd be cactus. <laughs> <laughs> but she was on a table dancing every night. She it's wasn't hilarious. there last time we were there. Oh, we that's think not something good. happened. Yeah. No, no. Good. How many days were you in Mykonos? 24 hours. Oh, oh no. Long? Really? Yeah. Not long Probably. enough. No, it was two days. Oh, yeah, it wasn't that long. Was it a boat trip in and out or were you flying in and out? No, it was boat. a boat. I just, you know what I Escape. said to Mitch after the lockdowns that we've had for us? It was like the minute we can travel, we're gone for a year. <laughs> we're just going to go. Yeah, just yeah. an idea. If you can do it, I'd do it. Well, I think we're very lucky that we're just here in Australia. I think that's enough. <laughs> yeah. I think I think you're right, and it's interesting you said, Kath, about discovering Australia because we had decided to travel overseas and kept thinking, oh, Australia, will do it when we're older. And mm. Uluru was one of the places that was like, oh, we'll get a bus trip when we're 80 and go and see Uluru. But it's probably one of the best things we have ever done is to go there we we were in Egypt about, I don't know, six or seven years ago and saw the pyramids and we were there during a um, political coup. So <laughs> we we were in our hotel where they're saying don't leave the hotel because, oh, you know, there's a, yeah. there's, but we saw the um, pyramids. With Have no you been to the pyramids? No, no. no. It's amazing. So there's usually 100,000 people there. The day Mark and I went, there was two people and a guide, oh. Mark and I. <gasps> wow. Oh. Actually, that's why they won't go to travel guides. What would love to go, but because it's so political, yeah, yeah. Um, they won't go there now. But, but what, what led us there was then we did Uluru after that, and I did that only because I saw super cheap flights. I thought, what the heck, let's just go. Yeah. And when we got there, we thought, this is this is it. This is the bomb. It's uh, better, better than the pyramids. pyramids. It's really, yeah. yeah. Yes. No, but it's true. We've been to so many amazing places and when we've done the Australian trips, we go, wow, this is as good. Mm. And Uluru. The Bungle Bungles. The Bungle Bungles. Have you been oh, you no, do that. do that? I saw you had the, with the Kimberleys. I lo- would love to do yeah. that. Yeah. That was yeah. good. So That's we're lucky. What have we had? 38 holidays so far. Yeah. And supposed to be filming on the 20th of September. So we'll see what happens. And is it a, do you go for a set number of weeks? Like you turn up and you're going to be travelling for four or five weeks and you, you do a whole bunch of back-to-back holidays or do you come backwards and forwards? I think it's tricky this year with um, COVID and last year with COVID because there's so many, like, had to go through quarantine to get into certain states and all that. So I think it's just a big bulk of traveling or be away for once so and so does that mean that you will go 
say, turn up at the airport here and they might suddenly go, okay, you're going to be in South Korea. And then from South Korea, it's like suddenly, oh, well, you're going to be Japan or whatever. Japan. And you so, don't yes, know that. So, yeah. So in 2019, it was like four months filming. We did have two trips. Uh, we went to Greece and then Turkey. And then the um, the last three were a triple. So we went to uh, Argentina, no, no Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. Get it right, not Argentina. Yeah, me- oh, well, that Argentina. Well, it was Mexico, <laughs> Texas, and Louisiana. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Did you like Mexico? I was so looking forward to a chimichanga. And they don't do good Mexican food at all. Mexico doesn't do good Mexican food. No. It's absolutely filthy. <laughs> okay. Mark, I, I, I had spent I lived in the US through through a lot a lot through the nineties and I was and I'd spent a lot of time in Mexico for work. Um, and I was so excited to take Mark to finally take Mark to Mexico and show him my Mexico City and another resort town. When we got there, um, I realised that when I'd gone there for work, I'd be picked up by a limo, taken to all the right places. <laughs> when Mark and I got there, we, we got a place we want to walk and explore everything. Filthy. <laughs> I you totally know, agree. Dangerous. And dangerous. But the problem started at the airport when he got off the plane and had to line up to go through customs because he <laughs> used to be like, I'll just be whisked through. I went, welcome to the real people. They lined up here waiting oh, to get through. <laughs> it was, Mark and I, we went there to Puerto Vallarta. Uh, well, Puerto Vallarta well, is like a it's, a, it's a place where gays go for holidays. I remember laying on the beach and saying to Mark, look around us. We're the hottest people on the beach here right now. And, <laughs> and Mark said, Mark said, Get over yourself. I said, I am. We're supposed to be the old ones. We're the hotties. This is a sad town. He said, to me, uh, he said, we're the best looking on the beach, and I'm not meaning it in a good way. <laughs> we, went back, we went back to our overpriced hotel. I said, let's just get out of this town. No, you know what? We got so we were so disappointed being here because we had booked to stay. I made a mistake with the booking. So we were going to be imprisoned in Puerto Vallarta for like 12 days because I stuffed up the booking. And two days in, we're walking around bored to tears and sick of all the little people going, you want massage, you want whatever. So leave me alone. Massage. Yeah. <laughs> Every street corner. And I look at him and I went, he said, what are you thinking? And I said, we can't stay here. We either have to do day trips or we have to leave. But what's worse is here. the hotel, the place was this resort we were staying in with a beautiful room. Mark and I never spend a bomb on accommodation because we figured we'll spend it when we get there. Mark meant to save this place that he was looking at, six fifty a night. When he went back to 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 release the thing that he'd saved, he said, "Oh shit, I didn't save it. I've actually booked it and paid." 
Uh, so ten days, six and a half grand. We just thought, let's get out. We got a, we, we were <laughs> we went down to check out with our bags, Lisa. and they looked at us and we're like, oh, but you have another ten days here, and we went, oh, we must have made a mistake. Sorry just, about that. Bye bye, bye bye. But we did the reckless thing. We flew to Vegas and had the best time. Drove across the mm. desert to oh. Palm Springs and then into LA. So we anyway. Is this about a renovation show? Yes, yes. We're just about to start talking no, about renovation. I've got one just... question before we move on. Yes. Did you have any good Mexican food over there? I I had in years gone by, but only going to the best restaurants. Vicky, the answer yeah. to that is no. We didn't have any. And and we got a cab to go to a restaurant one night that somebody had told us about. After the cab had circled the same place 10 times. I looked at Mitch and went, we don't know where we are. He doesn't speak English. And we've been past this corner five times. <laughs> I think we have to stop and get out. It started to rain. We had oh. no umbrella. <laughs> I was, it was a disaster. Well, Taxi, you thought you'd broken your ankle, didn't you, when we were going for dinner in Mexico? Yeah, it was bad. What did you do? Yeah, she fell into the taxi. <laughs> oh, right. oh. Oh, and I God. wasn't picked. Oh. See, if you had been, you wouldn't have broken anything. It wouldn't exactly. have hurt. You would have, it would have been a soft landing. You would have been sick. <laughs> so, yes, we, we're interested in talking to people about who don't come from maybe Renault backgrounds, but maybe they do, about their experience with the renovation. So you, you would have, did you renovate your restaurant, kitchen, the restaurant? No. Uh, a little bit. We were always... Like, obviously, over the 10 years, we changed the furniture quite a few, oh, well, three or three times, and the kind of the feel of it, and we put in the timber wall and that. Yeah, we didn't do it. We went to Ikea and spent $10,000. So, yeah, that's a renovation. Yes. And I believe Victoria's got a house that's um, that's suitable for renovation. Suitable for a knockdown rebuild. Oh. <laughs> Do you tell Victoria? <laughs> so, are you going to Reno? Well, we oh. we kind of have been doing bits and pieces over the last five years. So, like when we first bought the house, we bought a kitchen off Gumtree and put that in. Did you put that in yourself? No, not really. We ripped out the old one oh. ourselves, but well, that's renovation. We had a maintenance man help us. Put it in. Mum and, and then, Dad didn't help? Yep, yeah. they helped. Yeah, they helped with their wallets. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so their parents Jono, like us. You're, you're an ab- an, a- enablers. Yes. Yes. And then We're enablers. Only a few months ago we've just done a new bathroom. So that took a big whack into the money. So did you rip the whole bathroom out? No, we just got a company to do the bathroom. Because I've been waiting on the you bathroom- guys to come. But you know, <laughs> still waiting. <laughs> we just but turn the up bathroom rentals, the ones that no one sees coming, they are big bucks. There's no cheap way around it. No, I know. Tell me about it. What yeah. was it like doing the bathroom? What did you learn in that process, Victoria? Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had a few setbacks because the window, we, the window people lost the order because of COVID. So. And they could, because the window part was in where the shower was going, they couldn't waterproof it. So they ripped it all out. So we didn't have a bathroom for a month <gasps> until the window came. For a month without a bathroom. 
Yeah. Oh no, you were about three months. We all, they ordered the wrong toilet, the toilet we didn't pick. They ordered the wrong vanity, mm. the vanity we didn't pick. Um, so you would recommend this company, right? What's their absolutely. name? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all no, good. It's it, all it, done it, now. Oh, it's magnificent. It's such a good bathroom. Oh, really? But you're happy oh, now. That beautiful. But whose fault was it? Was it the builders or your fault? Who did the planning? The I think it was there. The building. It was the company. So, so they. So, so were they doing the window as well? No, we went to an outside company with the window because mm. they'd already done all the other windows in the house because we put all new windows in, and I wanted it to be the same window. But it's a nice louver so one, you know, the trendy louver window. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. So there was a yeah. co- coordination issue between the builder, the two different yeah. building guys. Yeah. But I already told them that the window wasn't going to be here, so they shouldn't have ripped the bathroom out, and then they ripped it out anyway. Oh my. Well, yeah, you probably, yeah, they probably should yeah. have done that. They've got until, to take some blame there. Yeah, but I think that was their way of like not moving companies, kind of thing. If you know what I mean. They went. If we rip your bathroom out, we got you locked in because <gasps> you need us. Yeah. So that's why that's they didn't bad. do it. Yeah, but, oh, but Victoria. Victoria. Well, I'm being honest. Um, Mr. Mark about the Renault we did on the outside of your house. Oh, mm. yes. Easter long weekend a couple of years ago, um, we painted the outside of the house. Oh, wait, so what, what's, what, what, what is the outside of the house? The whole, the whole outside of the house? Yes. yes. It's a timber house with a spray with a spray with a spray gun. No, or? by hand. By hand. Yeah. Oh my god! How many of you? Oh, well, pretty much the four of us. John, I you helped out for a day. Yeah. But so me, my partner, and then mum and dad. One day. Oh my god! Wow! In one day. No, no, did it ever? Four days. No, three days. Three days. Three days. Three days. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, you know Jonathan can drive a bobcat. Oh, really? Yeah, he always cleans his room out with the bobcat. (laughs) (laughs) Just get in and rip it out. (laughs) That's how he cleans his room up every month. I now think, I now can see it. I mean, now I can see next season on the block. A friend family do a house. Would you guys ever do the block? Victoria yeah. and I would, wouldn't we? Yeah. You would? Because yeah. the boys are so not handy and either is my partner, Nathan. So anytime I need something fixed, I just YouTube it. So last year when I couldn't have any toilet paper, Nathan was using paper toweling and I YouTube what? How to unbox what? our sewer because the <gasps> whole house smelled like shit, literally. And I thought I'm not calling a plumber out. And I YouTubed and done all the maintenance myself, so I'm now a plumber. Oh my I'm... god! <laughs> what wasn't he tempted to fix it himself? He didn't need to. Did he was doing it. Didn't he feel <laughs> self? Didn't he feel self conscious? <laughs> No. no. <laughs> he so could see the room on the PlayStation 
while I was out there coming from head to toe and shit. Too close to the mic again. Yes. Oh, God. Too close to a lot of things, I think. So have you washed your hands? Actually, (laughs) when we had the restaurant, yeah, and we paid absorbent fees for things to get fixed, um, Victoria and I decided to fix everything ourselves. So we YouTubed everything. So you're YouTube handy people? Yes. Yes. Google smart. Google smart. So how how does that make Mark and Jono feel? Oh, they don't care. They're useless. When Mark (laughs) fixes something, I've got to get a handyman in to fix what he tried to fix. (laughs) So it costs so much more. Well, you've never ever got a lover in. So it must be all right. (laughs) (laughs) But, Mark, I want to ask, can you YouTube a fix for that? So what's the next project at your house, Victoria? You've got a kitchen, you've got the bathroom, you've painted, painted outdoors. Um, the kitchen probably needs to be redone now. And a complete um, rip out. I think so. And I want to add an extra bedroom. An extra living area, an extra dining area, the laundry, <laughs> and then the alfresco at the back. <laughs> so you might be right. Just have you ever thought of just knocking down? And re- you can't <laughs> now because you spent so much money on a bathroom. You're going to build a house around a bathroom. <laughs> just keep the bathroom. So what's Jonathan going to do, him and Danielle? They want a house. What, what should they do? Any tips about that? Should they buy a dump and do it up? What do you suggest? Well, it depends because uh, there's there's new home buyers grants, so it's worth checking every, worth checking every option out. With mm. new home buyers grants, you know you might be in a position where you can get the grants stamp duty exemption Attention. and a few leg ups that you won't get by buying a renovator. Mm. So if you're cutting out stamp duty and you're getting a first home buyers grant, um, and it's and it has to be on a new home, it's still it, it might be the best way to go. Not saying that it is, but it could be. So it would weigh up all your options. But for us, it's generally by a doer upper. Mm. But in buying a doer upper, you've still got to be able to afford to bring it up to speed. And and mm. and and you need to go in and look at what's what's realistic. Like what can I realistically achieve with this place? If it's just a case of if the bathrooms are okay, big tick, as Victoria has found, bathrooms are so darn expensive. Kitchens you can actually replace ridiculously affordably. Cosmetics, if you can do stuff cosmetically to a house, it's a great way to to make money by cosmetic cosmetic refurb, flip, and then move on to the next place. We've 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 done twenty. Whether we made a hundred grand or one hundred fifty grand or twenty grand, each one along the way has helped us get to the next one. So it. it it, it is a way of getting ahead, but you've sort of, we're still learning now. Are you, Jono, looking to buy to live in or buy to eventually flip I, and make <clears throat> So it just depends on what we can get. Like we do, we are looking at like first, like new homes, like with the homeowner's grant, but if we can just afford like a small apartment and then maybe flip it like five, six years down the road, we're looking at that. But it's just trying to get in the market at the moment because Newcastle's just crazy. So. Yes. Oh, 
best bit of advice is know your market. Do your research for every option, the government grants, the stamp duty exemptions, the reno and flip. There will be a way in. Mm-hmm. You've just got to look at all your options and, and make it make it your, your pet project and, and know all the ins and outs that it's, and, and, yeah. and get in. Once you're in, you're in, love. Mm. So I have one couple of last things I was curious about, and this is my research cap. So it may be off-ball. I go, Oprah. <laughs> I, I find it stalkerish. No, you won't. Oprah, like, you get there a was... house, you get a house, you get a house. <laughs> no, no. Well, that's what we're here for, Jono. Mum and Dad have bought you we're a wait, house. We're waiting for it. Come on. That's why I that's why you should go on the block, see? Apparently, <laughs> Victoria and Mum are going to do a house for you. I'd be very concerned about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I read somewhere, Kat, that you said that marrying Mark was um, the 10th best thing you'd ever done. And I was curious to know what the first nine were. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, on. I think it's new idea. Is that new idea, is it? I think so. And they never lie. Oh, those bastards. Oh, dear. So there were nine better things you did. Jonathan, Victoria, (laughs) travel guides, open a restaurant. (laughs) Oh, the list goes on. Sorry about that, Mark. You have to be the best thing for her. Jesus. Uh, A little bit harsh. It was a bit harsh, wasn't it? Very harsh. I know. Sorry about that. And also, you got Mark, any more good ones? <laughs> no, they, apparently Mark loves cleaner. Are you glad we said yes? Mark, Mark, you're a fanatical cleaner, apparently. Dad likes to live in a clean house. What do they call it? Um, like you know, when you go in an open house, everything's thick and spam, like ready to sell. That's what. Yeah. You mean like clinical, like like he wants to be in a hospital? No, more like more like he likes living in an open house. You like to well, walk. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing yeah. out of place, guys. We have asked you a million questions, but we'd like to reverse it and give you a question for us and there's nothing off limits. But we're not running on your house, though, Victoria. That's okay. My question is, mm-hmm. where did you both get your glasses from? Mykonos. Oh. Are yours from Mykonos too, Mark? No, these are Bailey Nelson. Oh, cool. okay. No, I get so these are I, cheap version. I get the same this frame in all different colors, and whatever. There's this place in Mykonos that makes what's it called? I can't see. Oh, Kapionos or something. Some Greek word. Kopaios. Kopaios. They um they they have a shop and they manufacture them on Mykonos. And up until um, COVID lockdown, I'd try to buy more. Oh no, no, we only sell them in the shop. Um, and then with lockdown, they discovered online sales. Like they do amazing glasses. They don't sell off the island, but they now do. They look amazing. This has been insane. Thank you so much. I've had so much fun. We love watching you and you are just exactly as we find you. You know, you said people go, oh, you edit. No, it's just you. So it's so nice to catch up with you. Thank you for giving us all that time. No, you're so welcome, man. We're glad we could. It's really interesting. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Oh, they're yeah. bloody glitches. Oh, you're awesome. I've got to go and so help nice. with the cooking of the dinner. 
right. Have a lovely right. dinner. We're going to catch up soon at the Logie. Mitchie, that was our friends, the friend family. They're crazy. Mark, it's so much fun. Whenever I chat with the friend family, I end up with a sore head from laughing so hard. They are just, and I think the audience will agree, they are just that family that you want to hang out with for a fun, good time. They're beautiful people. They would. I think I might last five or ten minutes before they stop, stop. I can't keep laughing. But you know what I think is fantastic? Victoria, what she learned from YouTube she did. She was trying to learn how to do the plumbing for a bathroom yeah, that from was YouTube. Yeah, it was absolutely clever, Mark. But it also it shows that we can all do it. Anyone can do renovation work, large or small. And that's just like us doing the block. I'd love to see the friend family on the block. I think that'd be hilarious. Oh, it would be Kath and Victoria. Yes. They, remember the boys. I mean, the boys can't do anything. Kath and Victoria. I would pay money to watch them renovate on the block. I'd sit there and watch it. That was our conversation with the friend family. Thanks for listening again this week to Reality Reno and for your wonderful reviews. We've been getting some amazing feedback. Thank you so much. And some recommendations for who we could interview in the future. So please keep providing reviews. You can listen to us at Spotify or iTunes or on the Acast app or anywhere that you get good podcasts. Thanks, guys, and we look forward to introducing another really fascinating character next week. Please join us. Bye for now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.